Well, good evening, friends. Welcome to the front porch on the uh, dark and rainy evening here in Northwest Ohio. It's great to have you here with me. And, uh, you know, last couple of days has been really chilly, but tonight it's it's actually really not too bad out. It's just wet. <laughs> and, uh, um, but again, so thankful to have you with me. And uh, I hope that uh, you've had a very blessed day wherever, uh, wherever and whatever uh, you found yourself involved in. You know, I, um, kind of funny, I was reading different uh, some news articles and I, I stumbled across one and I didn't realize this, but you know, as, as we find, there's always uh, something national day of something, right? And uh, I think it was a few days ago, it was national pumpkin day. I didn't realize we had a national pumpkin day. And I was reading this article and I, and I loved it because it talked about why for some people, they love the smell of pumpkin spice and others, they absolutely despise it. And Crazy enough, they actually did a, a scientific study on this. Um, it, 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 it's so interesting because it says that that the aroma, which which you know, pumpkin smell is a kind of a combination of nutmeg and cinnamon and um, allspice is typically what uh, we smell when we smell pumpkins, and that that this was the interesting part for me that it actually. Our brains are wired in such a way that we get tricked into thinking it's apples instead of pumpkins. Those combinations of spices uh, can can lead us to think it's apples, which our brains and our bodies are will crave. Um, and I and I just thought that was so interesting. I don't know how accurate that was, but isn't it, isn't it funny how things can trigger within us and 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 drive us and and, and encourage us in uh, in our lives? And so. Um, same thing like with and, and this article went on and said same thing like with coffee or with candle smells it's it, it's that there are certain triggers within our within our brains that, that we that we engage with that uh, send our brains kind of on a frizzy which then causes us to to have a desire for it and uh, uh, the neighbors are going for a bike ride it's raining so we're going to get a lot of but isn't isn't that isn't that just just a fact that I thought I'd throw out there tonight and that uh, just something that to, to play at your heart. Well, you know, we've talked a lot uh, over over the last couple of years about this journey that we're on and, and how we uh, go in that. And over the last couple of weeks, we're talking about you know that God gives us dreams and visions, uh, regardless of our age, regardless of circumstances, in which He's calling us into into a new realm, a new step, a new, a new place of faith. And, you know, it's it's very intriguing to me because I think, some serious trade noises tonight, and um, I, I, I think that, that for a lot of us, you know, we want to follow these, these ministries, but the important part of, of course, of anything that we do in this life is to finish, is to finish strong, is to finish well. Um, we want to we want to do well in this life, and so we have to we have to walk in that faith. Don't we? And so we're going to talk a little bit about that tonight and over the next couple of days of of how do we finish strong as we walk in this life as we begin this journey with God? What do we do? 
to ensure ourselves that we finish strong and finish what God has called us to start. So I'm excited for that conversation. I hope you are too. And these things can start right here tonight. Well, as I said before, and, and, uh, and I'll say it again, you know, some of our uh, faith journey, some of our opportunities, if you will, um, can be a real challenge for many of us. And it's, it's how do we step into what God has placed within our hearts. And, and you know, I've touched on a lot of those, those steps and those, those needs, but, but more importantly, how do we do it with, with strength and with faith? <coughs> excuse me <coughs> so that so that at the end of the day we finish uh, we finish strong and and you know I want to want to touch on that because I think it is so critical that that as we begin to follow Christ that we one recognize that the journey is long that we recognize that that this journey that we walk in with Christ is is uh, does have a, a point in which it ends that's the point in which we, we enter into heaven with him. But in the meantime, we still have to set our, uh, we still have to set our, our, our goal, right? Our, our, our decisions, our uh, anticipations of that goal that he has given to us, which is heaven. Right? That's our end goal. Um, but if we back up a little from that, it's the ministries that he calls us into that we need to finish. And, and I tell you this because I think a lot of times we get into ministries and we fail and we and we just it just eats at us right it just it just tears us apart um, because we we envision ourselves letting God down don't we and and that's not part of it that's not what what uh, we hear from God and what we're encouraged to do uh, Paul at the end of his uh, letter to uh, the Colossians uh, says something very intriguing and, and he, he's speaking to uh, Archippus. And at the end of it, he says in verse 17, he says, And say to Archippus, see that you complete the task that you have received in the Lord. Paul uh, writes this, and uh, as he writes this, he, he, is so, uh, he is so focused on ensuring that those that received this letter will do what, what God has called them into, the ministry that God has uh, centered on them. Because the importance of these ministries for Paul, and, uh, and I think for us as well, is that we have to do the work that God has placed on our hearts. And, and, and we have to 
do it well and we have to finish it. And sometimes we can't because sometimes the mission that God has given to us uh, is a lifelong mission that, that ends when we're with Christ, but, but we never really feel like we achieve success, right? Uh, maybe God has called you to uh, minister to the poor and, and you're like, oh, but how do I do that and, and, and be successful at that? How do, I, how do I walk in faith? Maybe it's none of that. Maybe it's just to, God has just called you to, to share hope with your family. Or maybe none of that. It's just God has called you to be with him. Um, it, whatever that journey is, we, we've got to do it, do it well. But more importantly, we have to complete the ministry that God has given to us. For Arcphius, um, Paul wanted him to do, and, and more importantly, to live as God had laid on his heart. And my question is, Is are you living what God has placed on your heart? Or are you going back and forth between what God has called and what uh, you feel you should do? And, and we, can't, uh, we can't give up. We have to finish. We have to continue. Now, as I said, that's all great and dandy, but what if you fail? What if you start a, a mission or, or you respond to a call that God has placed on your heart and you fail. You have this great vision. You pray about the vision. You 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 set some priorities to live that vision out, and and you even focus on the right things, and everything's going well. And you're and you're beginning to pursue those those visions, those dreams. You're making investment in God's kingdom. You're doing this work, but then the bottom falls out. Then what do you do? Then how do you live this out if? If, if you've failed, in a sense, in your mind, right? Well, the key is you have to get back up and start again. Do you realize in Scripture, um, I read a study, uh, this is not my own calculations, but I, I, I read a study, I was, I was even surprised to learn this, but there are really only 49 prominent leaders in Scripture. Uh, as we look at the lives of those that we survey. Um, and we, and I, and I tell you this because of these 49, uh, we know that uh, some have uh, started and, and even we know how they've finished. But here's the crazy thing. Of the 49 whose journeys we know, only 30% have actually finished well. Think about that. Only 30% of the 49 have finished well. That's less than 15. 15 of these 49 finished well. The other 70% failed. Now, they failed in the sense they fell short of what God had called them in their lives, what, what God's plan was for their lives. And I think that, that you know, boy, that, that can shock us if, if you really think about it. I mean, you, you look at Samson and Eli, they, they stumbled halfway through life. Noah, even David, uh, they stumbled near the end. But we look at, we've got examples of Joshua and Daniel and Peter and Paul. They, they walked with God and as they walked with God, they increased in, in connection, relationship, and even intimacy until the end of their days. And that's the lives we, we should be called to mimic in a, in a sense. We're called to mimic Christ. 
But imagine mimicking Paul or Peter or Daniel, living out our faith in that sense. Not that, uh, not that David or Noah or, or Eli or any of these that have failed are, are someone we shouldn't bottle our lives after. But it's the end of that journey. It's, it's how have we produced fruit. It's how have we uh, bared fruit regardless of age. Because some of us will say, well, I can only do it so long. I've mentioned that before. But yet we have to, uh, regardless, continue on. Because the great finisher is Jesus. Right? Jesus, in his life, in his ministry on earth that God called him into, finished not just well, but finished exceptionally well. He suffered, and he died, and even in his death, he announced his finishing. Mm. And, I, and I suspect maybe you know some saints that have gone on to glory that have finished well in their life. And, and maybe some saints you've known that, and they've stumbled hard. But the question then becomes, how did they get back up? How did they rise back up from those moments? Um, a lot of times we, we falter, we stumble, and, and we refuse to get back up. But they, there are examples of, of folks that have rebounded, and rebounded well, starting over in a new ministry, a new path that God has called them into, and in doing so, truly, truly exemplified an example for you and me. An example of, of, of for us, how we can do that. Because all of us, you know, let's face it, all of us at some level or another are going to fall. We're going to fall. We're going to stumble. It's, it's, it's tragically inevitable. But again, I think it comes back to how do we get back up so that we can finish the journey. And what Paul is, is saying at the end of this letter to the Church of Colossia, and in particular, in particular to any of these, that, that I know you're going to fail, but don't be ashamed by your failure unless you fail to get back up, unless you tell yourself, I'm gonna fall and stay down. And I'm not getting back up, I'm not gonna do it. And if you do that, then okay, now you have failed. But if you fall and you get back up and you keep going forward, you haven't failed really. You just had a, an obstacle you had to get around. You had a, you had a momentary rest, if you will. Um, and I think that's, that's an important aspect of our faith journey because our faith journeys are ridiculed with uh, potholes, ridiculed with uh, sticks that get in the way and cause us to stumble. And the hope found in Jesus is that we will get back up and continue on this journey that he's laid out for us. And I hope for you that's, a, that's an important element in your journey of faith. I hope for you that is a, a critical element in your faith journey because I know for all of us it is, a, it is exhausting, it is, it is challenging. How do, we, how do we step out of that? How do we walk through that? And, and I think the key is we lean into Christ. Um, over the next couple of days, I'm going to, uh, I hope, give us some insight, uh, at least some of my thoughts on how we can finish well, how we can finish this journey that God has put us on and complete the ministries that he calls us into so that they're done well and we don't abandon them, we don't give up when we, when we fall, but that we stand strong in the midst of it. Uh, because I think it is, I think it is uh, important to have these kind of pep talks, if you will, so that we we go on because because there's a there's a destination out there 
And in each of these ministries that God has given us, these ministries, these opportunities, there are lives being changed because of the work you're doing, even when you don't even realize you're doing it. So if you give up, then who have you missed? Who, who have you uh, forgotten to share the gospel with in that moment? And maybe it's, it's just for you. Maybe it's just for you. So keep working towards that goal that God has set. We hear Jesus say in the Gospel of John, which is a book I, I, I really enjoy. He says this, I want to read it to you. It's from John chapter 4. He says, My food is to do the will of him who sent me to finish his work. You see, Jesus recognized what God had called him into, recognized what, what God had placed on his heart to do. And that was the work in this world. To ensure, celebrate, but to finish it, finish it. He said later on, uh, chapter five, he said, but I have a greater witness than John's for the works which God the Father has given me to finish, the very works that I do, to bear witness of me, the Father has sent me. In other words, God gave him a, a ministry. He sent him into the world to bear for us a witness. And in that witness to to finish, to finish the journey of reconciliation. In which on the cross, at the end of the Gospel of John, after receiving the sour wine, Jesus says, it is finished. Let us finish the race. Let us get to that place of completion. all the ministries that God has given Dinah, Al, it's good to have you, and Pat, good evening from Deshaun. Good well. There are barriers in our way, I know, and it's these barriers that trip us up. We don't have to let those barriers get in the way. We can overcome those barriers, and we can celebrate Let's finish this journey, what he said. Let's finish what God has started in us. Because it's going to be a I want to offer prayer tonight for you and, and your spiritual journeys. For some of you, you're right in the beginning of it. Others of you, you're, you're coming to the end. And wherever you are in between, know that God is calling you to finish the race. To finish what he started in you. The good works bring light into your life so that you may bring it into someone else's. I want to offer up a prayer tonight to encourage you in your journey. The Lord be with you. Loving Father, tonight here on the front porch, I, I just give thanks to you, Lord, for for so much in our lives, but, but for especially for encouraging us in our walk of faith, to give us the hope to finish, finish every ministry that you have called us into. Tonight, Lord, for my dear brothers and sisters who are struggling with the ministries you've placed on their hearts, for the plans that you have laid out for them, 
Encourage them not to give up, but to walk in faith. To continue to take each step, each moment, and encourage a relationship with you. These journeys, these moments, these opportunities, Lord. When we stumble, Lord, we feel like we let you down. We failed you. But I just ask, Lord, that you whisper, give us encouragement, letting us know we haven't failed you. Because you're the one that's going to pick us up. Lord, I'm so thankful for it. And so, Lord, bless my dear brothers and sisters tonight, Lord. Bless your children, all of us, both here and who have passed by, letting us all know of the encouraging love, your grace that you give to us. I thank you, Lord, for all of this, but especially for your son, Jesus, who showed us how to finish well, how to finish this earthly journey and enter into your arms. Oh, it's in his beautiful name that I pray. <coughs> Excuse me. So, friends, tonight, as you listen to the train whistles blow, <laughs> as you celebrate what God is doing in your life, may you, without a doubt, may you know that Christ gives you the strength and the encouragement and the power to finish the to finish a journey that He has begun in you. The work to bring you hope, bring you peace, joy. I thank you for stopping by here tonight on the front porch on a rainy evening. And as the sun now has set, may you go into the to celebrate what God is doing in your life and what you are called to do in the world. I thank you for stopping by the front porch. And God bless and keep each of you in his hands. May he lift you up and may you know the love of Christ. Good night from the front porch. And we'll see you right here tomorrow.